Welcome to the Texas Beer Experience Podcast, Episode 2. Today we're recording at Decca Brewing Company in Porter Heights, Texas. Today we're joined by Bobby, who you remember last time, he, uh, of, uh, what's you fa- what are you famous for? Photography. Photography, film, filmography film is the word that gets thrown around, yeah. Yeah, and then Rodney is running late, unfortunately. He had a vehicle issue, but he'll join us here momentarily. Um, with us today, we have uh, Jeff Angel, who is one of the one of four owners here at Decca Brewing. Um, Jeff, yes. say hi. Hello, hello. And uh, tell for us coming out, guys. Thank you, Thanks and thank you for us. having us. Yeah, sure. man. Tell us a little bit about Decca and the vision and kind of how it got started. Yeah, that's a it's a long story, Decca. Deca goes back uh, about two and a half years. Uh, Cody Evans, he's the E in Deca, and we'll explain that later. Uh, and myself, <laughs> uh, we brewed in each other's garages, uh, tasted each other's beers for for quite a while. Uh, members of the brew club in uh, Humble under Preston. Uh, uh, the Rogue Brewers. The Rogue Brewers. Yeah. Uh, Preston Brown. Woo-hoo. Yeah, give a shout out to Preston. And um, the Grain Cellar. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, we were talking in my garage once, and this was after some major things took place in my life. Um, and I said, hey, I think I want to do a brewery. And I was really serious about it. And, and I thought Cody would say, dude, no, it's a hobby, you know. But he turns around and he goes, yeah, I think I do too. <laughs> so we started working on it. Um, and then Preston found out about it and hooked us up with two other guys that were brewing in their garages together and drinking each other's beer, and that was Heath and Jason. Okay. And so uh, we all got together, had a meeting, and uh, the cards aligned. Um, we all had different styles that we liked, that we brewed, so we all brought something different to the table, plus um, our, I guess our careers and time available uh, worked together really well. Um, so, yeah. So we started the project. Very awesome. So, one of the things I noticed uh, the first time I came here, you guys have been open for right at about a month now, right? Yeah, this is our fifth weekend. Fifth weekend. So, brand new brewery, you know. And every time I walk into a new brewery, I'm like, I'm not going to expect a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, new breweries, you know, they kind of have to go through the paces of learning their their system and and perfecting the recipes, but. Um, I was immediately struck by how good y'all's beers are, oh, and I think you. it's a testament to you guys, you know, working together over the years and um, and really honing the craft. I uh, have been super impressed with every beer I've had here so far, except for one, and that's all because I don't like that style. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's it's a typical untapped review. I like right. <laughs> a right. one, I didn't like the style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'll never review your saison, so that way that will never there happen. You go. <laughs> I'm not a saison guy either. This so. is Heath uh, Cleaver. He's hi, the Heath. He's the C. He's the C and Deca. C and Okay. So it's the last names. Yes. Yeah. So. Obviously, the A is, is Jeff, Jeff Angel. Angel. Correct. And then... Uh, it's uh, Heath Cleaver. Yeah. Jason Dornick is the D. Dornick, okay. And, of course, Cody, your brewer, Cody Evans. Cody Evans. Mm-hmm. Hats off to Cody, by the way. What a, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What an he incredible just, brewer. He a great job. Yeah. It's yeah. not just the, the quality, though. The, the quantity of when we came when y'all's... Mm. We were here, y'all's opening. And we've been to a, quite a few openings around Houston. And for how many you had and how solid they were, that was... 
Well, yeah, it was just an impressive line. Well, Leo was asking us, uh, asking me about the goals, and, and that was our goal. We wanted, because we all brought different beer styles, we all wanted those beers on tap. Mm-hmm. So we have two brew systems, as you see. We have a five-barrel and a one-barrel, and that's so we can keep all those beers on tap. We don't have to brew five barrels of a beer that's going to sit a little longer. Right. People still want it, Yeah, and we like it, so we're going to brew it. What, what, uh, what beer has stood out for you guys as far as like reception <laughs> from the public? Wow. I think the hazy hazy did pretty good. The hazy did the good. Hazy did the, good. Brown, the brown did really the well. The brown is well, we could just go through the list. Uh, yeah, because every day, it, we, we get a sales report every yeah. night of which beer is the top, and every night it's a different beer. That's oh, a wow. good, it's just a good problem. Yeah, it's like a yeah. dominating beer that night. And so when people ask us, we don't know. I would say, it was I would the say, brown, it was the porter, it was the. Well, it, it, I would say just it, the ones we're out of. So, yeah. you know, the hazy, the blonde, mm-hmm. the brown. Mm-hmm. And the mosaic smash. You right. just broke Probably my heart. Times. You're out of the brown. We, we are, are out of the brown. It's oh. Behind you somewhere. Yeah. One of those. It's one of my favorites too. Yeah. Is there like a the way to like hurry it up to finish? <laughs> no, but yeah. we might be able to let you take a taste. If we have video, it. we could, you know, if you kiss the, it? if you kiss the fermenter. If I kiss the fermenter, we <laughs> could definitely do that. So. There's no shame in my game when oh, okay. you kiss the beer, man. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> So we have a we have a flight of beers in front of us. Yes, we do. Um, and I, I've been chomping at the bit to to start drinking. So, so. they go from the handle over. Okay. So the very first one you're gonna find is the lightest beer on our. Yep. Very list. clean, very clear. It's called the light bright, like the light bright toy. Mm-hmm. And this is a very crisp, clean light beer for those beer drinkers that come in and say the only thing I ever drank was Miller or Bud. We we start them here, and it, and it's a it's a pale ale if I'm not mistaken, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's an ale, yeah, yeah, and it does you do get that hop character on the nose, um, very clean too. This is I think when it first came, my first visit, I, you gave me a crawler of this and really Correct. enjoyed it. It's really good. Right. Definitely. And a yeah, summer you can beer. definitely crush that. Oh sure. yeah. <laughs> you can yeah, it's pretty light. Pretty that. light in alcohol. Right. You could daily like just drink it all day yeah no problem for sure for sure so is the second one i, I, I want to guess is this a blonde it is a blonde all right mm-hmm. nailed correct. it two blondes walking two blondes walking so, so is we, there a jump behind that well, there kind of so, is <laughs> so we have this uh okay so on our board every beer is numbered it's the the tap that it's on but okay. that's its permanent tap so if it's out there will be a blank space right <laughs> right Makes it so easy, yeah. The blonde is number two, and it's two blondes walking. So we'll have people come in and go, I want two blondes. And we'll pour two blondes. And they'll go, no, I only wanted one. One, yeah. Never never (laughs) name a beer prefixed with a number. Bad idea. And then put the tap number the same because you're... That's hilarious. So, I mean, you guys intentionally did not name it that. It just kind of... Well, we intentionally named it two blondes walking. We didn't realize the effect it would have when people order it. And us not knowing whether gotcha. they're one, okay. or two. one or two blondes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, but when you pour a beer, you can't pour it back in, so no. somebody has to drink it, right? I'm sure it did yeah, not go it to did waste. Not go to waste. Nope. This is my first time with the blonde. Same. Yeah. Um, has a little bit of like a. There's a bitter characteristic to it. That's not. Mm-hmm. That's not it's bad. It's a hoppy blonde. It's a hot. Okay, it's a yeah, hoppy blonde. Right. I really like that. I really like that. I can't think, well, I think Spindle Tap, their blonde is, is a bit of a hoppy blonde, but uh, I can't think of anybody else in town that has a hoppy blonde. But when I sampled their blonde at Spindle Tap, that was my number one 
Mm. I did a lot of grocery store sampling with the Boomtown Blonde. Mm. And you, you try mm. to get people over there. Which the Light Bright, I think, is more on that edge of the people you're trying to bring in. Right. And when I would try to give them the Boomtown, a lot of them would, is this an IPA? Because mm. they get a little bit of hop and it scares them away right away, right. you know? So yeah, no, this well, one the, definitely the has. blonde is a natural progression for the light bright, especially mm -hmm. for that. That's the next one that we usually bring those folks that come in and start the light bright. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nine times out of ten, they want the blonde over the light bright next because mm -hmm. I don't know something you do to their palate. Right. You don't kill it, but you, you give they, them just they enough hops to. They realize that like I, I think I can handle this and I like yeah. it and right. Yeah, so we, that's, just, that's we good. just had a guy come in. Uh, his he was wearing a deck of beer T-shirt, and his grandmother or grandparents had given it to him. He came in and goes, I don't usually come to places like this, and I don't know what I want, I don't know what I like, yeah. well, what kind of beer you drink. Well, yeah, Michelob, you know, uh, Modelo. And uh, so we gave him the Light Bright, we gave him, we gave him the, the Blonde, and then we gave him the Kettle Sour. Well, he, he liked Kettle Sour, that's what he got. Huh? Wow. So, nice. And is that, a, is that the next one on the lineup? No. no. That was coming. Okay. Coming. That's a different yeah, okay. flight. I think that's a good way to end this flight on a kettle sour. So, yeah, and I was gonna say, the color on this next one, that's the darkest kettle sour I've ever seen. It's, the, it's not yeah. a kettle sour, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now this one, this one might, you might wanna go to the end first, because. You think? The, yeah. yeah. We'll switch them. Yeah, go to the, do the end one first. Yeah. The end one is the Smash IPA. It's a uh, oh. Pilsner and Mosaic. Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh man. That's beautiful. So a lot of That's that. beautiful. Yeah, a lot of people like that, it. That beer went off tap and we had more people complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The smash bag. So. Yeah. Mm. I could drink this all day. That's fantastic. Unfortunately or fortunately, we, we do. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's what we do. You know, and, and Mosaic is a funny hop for me. Um, you know, there's, there's another beer here locally, uh, Yellow Rose. That's a Smash IPA. That's that's all Mosaic. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I have never liked it. Really? I've tried tried it so many different times. Uh, draft bottle, you know, and it's just I don't know. There's you know, something the, there's something about it. I don't the, know. What the it difference is, could just be hop schedule. It know? could be. Yeah. It could be. And this, but so. this is this is not. It's like that one, but not like that one. In that you guys are using Mosaic, and I'm not sure what they're what their malt is on that beer that you guys Pilsner are using Pilsner. Well. It's also Pilsner? Right. I believe okay. so, don't. Well, it's delicious. If you're out there and you know. <laughs> if you're out there and you know. Yeah, I bet you Rudy Cano would know if Rudy's listening, or <laughs> if he will be listening once I put this on air, but um, yeah, I know he volunteered, he used to volunteer there quite a bit. Um, but that's a fantastic IPA. Just, yeah, nice right. job. So what's number four? So so number four is actually number three, but uh, it the reason I switched them this is a pale ale. It's our Gulf Coast pale. Mm. It's got but an it, old but school it's, pale. It's ale. a little more of a hop crusher oh, yeah. than you know palate killer than the than smash. smash. It a sure bit is. Raw for sweetness. Yeah. yeah, and so what uh what are, what's the malt bill on this? I, I noticed maybe a little bit of carapils. It's, it's pills or cara. It's it has okay. a, yeah. Okay. You're letting your true Cicerone show. Oh, come yeah. on. There you go. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm not as fancy as you think I might be. <laughs> uh, and I'm not an actual Cicerone. I'm a, I'm a certified beer server. So it, it, it has served me well thus far. 
just a piece of paper. It really is. <laughs> it really is just a piece of paper at the end of the day. But uh, it's a piece of paper that says that I like beer. Yeah, officially like beer. Oh, oh! I was just saying, there's beer here getting warm, and um, and Mr. Oh, Rodney, Mr. Rodney is running late. Yeah, in. you guys, let's, so, let's drink those beers, man. Anybody wants yeah. to enjoy? Are you sure? Lynn, you hop in. Come on. I did it without spilling. That was, that was did y'all see that? That was that was impressive. So I wish we were shooting video. Y'all all came together, um, four of y'all. You said basically yeah. four owners, um, yep. and you brought kind of your own styles and mm -hmm. everything. Are you still like particular about your own personal beers you brought? We are. are mm -hmm. Okay, so right. yeah. So yeah. one thing one thing you don't see on our tap list right now are lagers. Mm -hmm. That's my deal. I love making lagers, dunkles, uh, check pills, uh, pilsners, things like that. But we just started, we needed to fill our cooler and keep our taps open, and we didn't want to tie up the fermenters yet, but we will. Okay. Mm -hmm. So once we get a good stock of the, the core beers that we serve a lot of, then we will uh, do some lagers. So that's coming really soon. Do you, do you have an idea of like what your first lager is going to be? Probably a dunkel. A dunkel? Meaning dunkel. Yeah, okay. And then the next one will be a check pills with sauce. Oh, oh you're talking my game right there. I love Yeah, we have plenty of lighter sauce. beers. Yeah. Uh, and we have plenty of darker beers, but uh, the light bright will carry it. So, so, and Heath and I both, that's where, yeah. that's where our styles cross is that dunk. Yeah. Because yeah. his are darker styles, mine are, yeah. and yeah. We but wait, but he and I will, yeah, we'll, we'll smash down Brock Dunkles all day long. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. That's Who's, awesome. Who makes a really good dunkel here? Walton Burger. Walton Burger, Brock. Brock. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's, it's hard, not Warsteiner, no, uh, Weltenberger. Weltenstiner or something else. Weltenberger. Weltenberger? Okay. I don't know if I've had that one. I think I've had it's the Warsteiner before. But what about a local brewery doing a Dunkel? I'm uh, trying to think. I, I Klaus? Know, Klaus does, does one. Does Klaus, Klaus makes one? I don't think right. I've had that one yet. Actually, it's. I think it's called Dunkel Breaking My Heart. And I you know it, what? I had it at Thistle about three nights ago and yeah? it was delicious. That sounds so. familiar. I think I've seen that somewhere. Yeah, yeah Dunkle, Dunkle breaking my heart. <laughs> <laughs> now I got that song stuck in my head. Thanks, Good job, Jeff. Thomas. Appreciate that. Um, but man, you know, so of the four beers I've, that we're drinking today, I'm really enjoying this this pale. Um, the hops just really, just really standing out. They really shine. Um, just really nice job. And the carbonation on all the beers have been perfect. No, no issues with with flatness. Uh, just great across the board. Yeah. Thank you. Next, we're going to jump into a little bit darker categories. Yeah. Of yours. So, okay. Whenever we get to that break time, I will. Well, we could take a break right now. Uh, we will hit pause and we'll be right back. And hopefully, our other, our other host uh, is here. I hope he's okay, honestly. He if, not, I, if not, I saw check, a pretty good sitting. Check Box Road in 494. Yeah. Mary from Thistles here. Mary from Thistles here. Mm -hmm. Ooh, we might have a. We might have a. Uh, it might become uh, a crowd real quick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Party crashers love it. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back. We're here, part two of episode two of the Texas Beer Experience podcast. Joined once again by our friends 
from Decca Brewing Company, Jeff and Heath. Heath, I am terrible at remembering names. It's all right. Jeff can testify to that. It took me a long time <laughs> to remember his name. He would show up at Spindle Tap and yeah. sit at the bar, and I'd, I'd feel, he knew my name every time. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry. Can you tell me your name again? <laughs> it's Jeff and Heath um, joining us again from, uh, from Decca Brewing. And so we have another flight of beers uh, in front of us. Uh, a little more darker. There's a couple of really nice, dark-looking beers. Uh, tell us about this first one. All right, this first beer, uh, we call it Knox Road Porter. Um, it's around Knox Road and 494 in Porter. Um, Knox Road Porter is also a happy accident. Um, All right. We were brewing a stout. It came out a little light. It wasn't the same grain bill that we well, normally done. Yeah. There was a lot to it. There was a lot more to it. So so, so we are talking about styles of beer. Um, my recipe is the stout recipe. I like the stout. I like it's got cascades, like the Northwestern influence, and um, but we had gotten some comments on it and said, well, you know, it could be a little bit maltier, could be this, that. It's great, scored well on it. So um, Cody and I got our heads together and collaborated and said, well, let's change the grain bill up a little bit. Oh, yeah, okay. And I didn't like the Magnum hops he had put in the prior one, so let's take the Magnum hops, put cascade in it for the boiling. And we didn't live by the rule of two. And we changed too much <laughs> and we ended up with a porter <laughs> so explain the rule of two for so don't change any more than two things <laughs> we change mass temperature we change grain and we change yeah. right yeah. well uh, this is delicious so happy yeah, accident yeah. happy accident i mean i get it's, like i mean it's like super dark chocolate flavor mm -hmm. um i think that beer if i i think that beer would be the one that anybody from darker beer side that wants a stout We'll end up there, and the and we've had several people come in for the really light beers and end up there at the really? yeah. There's so, also a little bit of like a fruit characteristic to it, almost kind of like a berry flavor that I'm picking up. Um, I want to say raspberry, but I might be wrong, and I probably am. Interesting, but, but uh, and, and that's not a bad thing. No, we that's were actually really nice. Actually, when we talk about this beer, I always go lament about my days long long ago uh when the village brewery was open in dunston uh in the rice village area back in the 90s and they had made a raspberry imperial stout mm. it was just phenomenal yeah and we so i've always wanted to go back to a dark fruited beer but what would be a good base for that and i don't not sure we have one yet but it's kind of interesting here and it's Ford. not like i said it's very it's just very faint it's mm -hmm. not overpowering uh I, we try to uh, I think it was a blueberry stout last weekend. We were we went to Walking Seg Brewing. That's a tough one. That's yeah. Steffler or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was it was a really nice. That was my my favorite beer of that day. Blueberries um, hard to get all that flavor out of. It's yeah, it's good. Really enjoyed that one. But this is outstanding. Mouthfeel is perfect. Uh, I wish you could see the glass. I always like to see nice lacing on the glass. <laughs> you know, and um, this has really nice lacing. What's the percentage on this one? Let's see. Five eight. Five eight. Or five. Oh, I'm sorry. Five two. Five two. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Five two. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> That's great. That's really good. All right, we're moving on to this one. Not right, as let, dark. Let's let's uh, put let's switch these two. Let's okay. switch them. Okay. So we're gonna stay dark. We're gonna stay dark, and we're gonna go to the stout because it's always good to compare the two. They're very similar, but there's enough difference that. 
stout out of that one. And that one's by me. I like this one too, but I'm going to be honest with you, I like the other one more. That's Porter. You like the happy Fantastic. accident. I like the happy accident. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like I just typed that in somewhere recently. Uh, that's actually the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's our guest password. Knox Road Porter, we got it at 7.8. Oh, do we? 7.8. 7.8. Uh, oh, okay. 7.8. All right. Hey, maybe it's an untapped to be updated. <laughs> yeah, right. hey, I'll, I'll whatever it is, whatever it is, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, so, we, don't, we don't have to get label approval yet. So yeah, I don't think that's right. We can call <laughs> whatever we want. Yeah, it starts at 6.7. This can't be. This can't be it's, No, it's not bad. So I've had this stout before. I had this stout the second time I came here and really loved it. Still love it. It's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about the stout recipe. The, the stout recipe, again, came from, I, I like, uh, you know, dark Cascadian type mm -hmm. Northwestern beers. And uh, at home, I, I, I was, I loved drinking rogue Shakespearean stout. And I, all of a sudden you couldn't get it. And then I started trying to get a recipe that was similar. This is kind of what it ended up being. Now, Cody's upscaled and he's changed it just a little bit. Um, I think on this batch, uh, we were using um, 001. I think on this batch, we're using a, an English uh, ale yeast to kind of bring out the toffee and, and, and buttery kind of notes yep. to it. Yep. Get, and that was, you know, we, we got a lot of comments. It was just a little thin, too dry. So we tried to bring that out a little bit more with the yeast and, and the temperature, the mashing temperature. But it's all Cascade hops um, and your typical, typical grain bill. In fact, it's funny when you're tasting it as it's brewing, it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't taste like this. It, it's, it's when the cascade hops are inter, introduced and it, it, you get that roasty, huge roast notes and you don't taste it in the beginning. It's, it's real interesting kind of recipe. The roast is perfectly just balanced in there. It kind of lingers a little bit on the back of my tongue. Um, and the hop character is there as well. Not overpowering. I mean, you definitely don't want that in a, in a, in a stout, but it's there. And it's just, just really well done. You guys are doing an amazing job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So moving on to the next one. Okay. That that one is our, uh, we call it Mon Ami, my friend. Oh, I know this one. And this is a Saison. Yeah, you don't, like, you don't like that. I'm not a fan of them either, but. Um, I'm not either, but this one. No, but I, I saw this one on Untapped, and it's a 9.2% it's a yes, Saison. It all of that in That's a big Saison. <laughs> so, so it's neither of y'all's favorite. No. Uh, so who brews it here? It's Cody's. Cody. It's Cody's Cody. baby. Yeah. So okay. Cody, Cody, his beers that he he does are going to be the Wit, the Saisons, mm -hmm. some of the um, some of the IPAs, yep. uh, beers like that. That's what and the Blonde. That's his but he'll he'll creep into our styles too because he's right. got a great ESB and a great Brown. Right. Um, so we, oh, that brown's fantastic. We do yeah. overlap, but mm -hmm. yeah, Cody that, is... That's Wheelhouse's mon ami. He's like the artist on top of our, mm -hmm. you know... You know, it's, it, I don't, like I said, not my favorite style. Actually, it's my least favorite style, but it's well done. Yeah. It, I mean, you got you, everything that you would expect in a Saison uh, is there. You get the really nice, you know, estuary, uh, almost kind of like, yeah, earthy. I get like earthy flavors from it, mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the reasons I don't like Saisons, but... Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we're just a well done... Well done, Saison. It doesn't feel like a 9.2 beer. It does not at all. It, no. Yeah, it goes down well, really, really smooth. My friend, one of me. My <laughs> friend. <laughs> 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 Appropriately named, for sure. Name, yeah. Appropriately <laughs> named. 
Um, and then we have one more beer on our on our flight. We do, and this would be our uh, kettle sour. Okay. Definitely a summer beer. Yep. And this Maybe. one is four point two, I believe. I think so. Great, oh, yeah. a great base for for any um, you know, any type of fruiting. Not too sour. I don't think I've ever talked to you about a sour. How are you as a sour guy? Oh, I love sours. Okay. I love sours. You know, it, it took me a minute to to figure out what I was drinking. The first time I tried one, it was uh, St. Arnold's Boiler Room. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, at the t- I mean I, I'm still a huge St. Arnold fanboy. We'll talk about a new beer from them here in a minute. But, um, yeah, so that I would pick everything they put out there. I was like, I'm going to try it, you know, because that was the brewery that I fell in love with when I first discovered craft beer. And I remember drinking that. I was like, what in the world is this? <laughs> I had never tried a sour beer before. Yeah. Um, and it was still in my, my craft beer infancy. So it took a while for me to like them. Um, actually, like I, I remember uh, when I started working at Specs years ago, um, I reached out to one of the guys uh, that still works for Specs, Joey Williams. And I asked him, help me out. I want to I wanna start enjoying, enjoying sours. Um, so I, that way I know what I'm talking about in the store. Uh, you know, when, if people ask, like, what's a good sour? So he's like, try this one from, uh, from Jolly Pumpkin. I don't remember which one it was. So, like, I went and bought it, brought it home, and immediately I was like, whoa, okay. Okay, this is, this is different. This is good. Um, and so from that point, I was like, okay, so sours are good. Now I know, kind of know, like, how to steer people in the right direction with sours. And then, and then I discovered Goes. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I think Real Ale was the first yeah. in Texas that I that I'm aware Long of. That, lost recipe. Now that, they're all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> that did it goes, and immediately like when I saw like like the characteristics is a wheat beer with salt and lime, salt, yeah. and so like I'm Hispanic. I mean, I grew up <laughs> I grew up drinking Tecate and Dos Equis with salt that's and lime. I was house. like, man, that sounds really good. <laughs> 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 so immediately when when those six packs came out, I, I started drinking the goes and uh, loved that one. Salty Lady's probably my favorite one from Martin House. Mm-hmm. Super salty. Um, you know, Back View, who I work for, we have one coming out in the summer. It's like a citrus goes. Uh, we have a pilot batch on tab. Actually, it already blew, but it's coming back in the summer. That's going to be our seasonal. I'm excited about that one. It's uh, it's delicious. It's delicious. So it's not Gangplank? It's a different one? Well, no, it's Gangplank. It's Gangplank. It's Gangplank. So we've made that beer before. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we uh, we're uh, we're re- yeah we, Bobby reformulated it. Okay. Add a little bit more salt, some more citrus, and it's just really good. It's really good. I'm looking forward to drinking that. Anyway, I feel like I kind of got off a uh, off topic here. Oh, we're no, talking about good. sours, but uh, this sour <laughs> is fantastic. Now Cody won't like us mentioning it, uh, but this does have blackberry and pomegranate in it. Okay. But that's our base to make that rounded flavor in the background that we can add to. I, I was going to mention that I pick up a little bit of berry sweetness on the back end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we don't yeah. we don't put it, we don't advertise it because it's not up front. Mm-hmm. But that's our base uh, sour that we add to. Okay. And that, that rounds out that flavor in the background. And that's what we add solid. Well, we love this. We love this. We have one more. Do you like sours? Oh. But by the way, uh, uh, we're going to pause one more time. We have a...
Our third host is, is here. We're gonna check in with him real quick and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. This is uh, part three of episode two of the Texas Beer Experience podcast. Uh, so Rodney is here. He's here, and What's uh, going on? he had—I guess he had a, a bit of an adventure coming here. We won't get into too too many details, but had something to do with the tire, and and I think he had to get some food too. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't bring any to share. Yeah. Just wanted to point that out. Didn't bring you know, any to share. You know, next time when I know your heat levels, then I, I will. But <laughs> you know, that's a relationship. So as long as we continue to go heat forward, levels. okay, I'll know the uh, heat we're, levels that y'all like. We're I'll still know. learning each other. We're still learning each other. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're here, though, man. Yeah, thanks. Most thanks for coming, man. Most definitely. Appreciate you being here. So, we're back. We're still at Decca. Well, we, I don't know why we would leave between <laughs> between breaks, but yeah, we're still here. We're still hanging out with with Heath and Jeff. Hello. I remembered Heath's name this time. All right. Yeah, yeah. And then Cody, and then the other guy. Uh, will eventually. Uh, Just think of the yeah. hockey mask. The hockey, Jason. There you go. Oh, see, there you go. All right. All right, it's gonna happen. So hey, yeah. uh, we have another beer in front of us. We do. Uh, and we'll let uh, we'll let Heath and Jeff let us know about it. So this this is another IPA. We don't we don't want a full uh, tap wall full of IPAs, but this is one that we've been trying to work on. Um, the goal for this IPA was to get it as close to the the same. Uh, Myrcene and terpene oils that you find in its cousin plant, which I won't mention. It's okay if you mention it. Okay, so weed, weed, and and hops are cousin plants. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. One one has the bad stuff, the other doesn't, but they all contain the same or similar terpenes and myrcene oils. Correct. Well, if you find hops that have similar, you're going to get some of the similar characteristics of the the aroma and and skunky and taste, skunky, oh, danky, yeah. earthy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we chose hops that we found had that characteristic. That characteristic didn't turn out exactly as we wanted, but it turned out really good. So we are uh, going to continue brewing this. I'm going to take this. That's how it got its name. Yeah, I'm going to take a stab and in the dark. Is, it, is there Simcoe in this? There is Simcoe. Okay. Yeah. And Strata. Simcoe and Strata. Uh, yes. Okay. And yeah. And if you do their little web graph, you'll see it's very similar to the oil characteristics in in wheat. But once you go through the process with the yeast and everything, it changes. Yeah. So it's not quite there, but it's still there's still it's some characteristics. So you have a pairing perf- preference for the cannabis that you would pair with. Hot wings. Hot wings. What was the name of this one? Cousins. 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 Okay. This is the one I that it. when I, I looked at on tap today, I was like, I want to try that one. Cousins. And Cousins. this is the yeah. first time for me, and it's it is fantastic. Yeah. It is definitely, a really definitely nice. I love idea. that dankness on the back on the back end and that um that just resin, that piney resin mm-hmm. that just resonates yep. it from the roof and just starts to slide back. I really that, that was the goal. I mean, it didn't get as close as I wanted, but it got really good. And we're, we're happy with it. This is the second batch we've brewed so far of this. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. Uh, ABV and IBUs on this one? Oh, gosh. We'll Asking the hard questions. Look, look at Untapped. It's, uh, <laughs> I would say it's almost sessionable enough that Rodney, when he first had it, thought it was a pale ale. It's not. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's not. not the IBUs are not. Yeah. Are not yeah. None of our beers are yeah. very high except the Daisy Hazy, which is 9.2, and uh, Saison. 
Okay. So what is this like 6.2 or something like that? Probably in the six range. Yeah. Mid sixes. IBUs, I'm guessing maybe around 65 to 70 IBUs. I mean, if that's that, kind of like what, I, what I'm thinking. Yeah. It may be a little bit higher than that. It's double dry hopped. Double so dry hopped, yeah. um, before that, you know, it, it does have some bitterness, but it's it's not overly bitter. No, no, it's like not. It's not out. overpowering. So, yeah. Yeah. so most of that's coming through the the dry hop. So we're not getting a whole lot of IBUs out of it. That's a good one. That's a fun one. Oh yeah, that's fantastic, man. Um, there's a there's one beer. What you got? Seven point eight. Seven point eight. Seven point eight. Oh, oh, man. Oh. Eighty. Yeah. Eighty. Ooh, so I like. Okay. Uh, it's, All right. It's big, but hey, there's there's <laughs> good. There's one beer that I've had, uh, and y'all probably had it too, by Sweetwater. Four twenty. They're four twenty. Oh That's yeah. What I, and that one you can you can open it. Okay. And if someone doesn't know what's going on in that room, this is so alone. <laughs> so I did a lot of research on that. Okay. And I found out that what they do is they actually take the extracted oils from the weed plant, mm -hmm. from the cannabis, and they dose it to get that uh, flavor. Okay. Because th those some of those aren't contained in the hops. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so they're so so a little bit. Mm. So it's CBD. I would say they're cheap. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I say no, it's one of my favorite beers. Is it like CBD or what? Yeah. So, it's not supposed to have the other THC. Why would yeah, it, no, it doesn't have THC. It's, it's just the <laughs> it smells it's, very it's the oil combination that's gotcha. in it that gives it that. So we were just trying to replicate it with the hops themselves instead mm -hmm. of going to additions. Additional oils right. and stuff. Correct. Yeah. So the similar one that I've had kind of like that is Hemperer from New Belgium. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. That yeah. one I felt was a lot more dank. The first time I was around that one, I actually thought somebody was smoking. It's, it's in a bar, and I was like. Yeah. Who in the hell lit up in here, man? And it was that beer. Somebody passed right behind me with that beer. I was like, good Lord. Yeah, it was uh, very potent, very potent, very powerful. Didn't taste very good. Like, I don't know. Like, and I love New Belgium, but that one was like, whoo, <laughs> it was a bit much. Anyhow, um, this is a great beer, uh, super dank. You said 80 IBU, 7.8 ABV. Definitely doesn't drink like that. Rodney thought it was a pale ale. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really smooth. Yeah, it's really smooth. Very and, smooth. I mean, the dank lacing. I mean, the lacing is still smells dank. And uh, we have like a, a surprise guest walking in the door. Yeah, we do. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're just we'll just say your name and and uh, we'll say that you're really nice and and uh, and you can we'll say that you that you that you waved that you waved at us. I waved at you. So Mary Mary Thorne from Thistle Draft Shop. One of the best beer bars in America. The best, I think. Is here. Say, you put a V before it, and you would have hit it right. Yeah. The, best. the best. The best. The best beer bar in America. Yes. This draft shop in spring. Um, she's amazing, and she's just gonna sit in, and she's waving at everybody. So if you're hearing this, next time uh, you're at Thistle Draft Shop, say, "Hey, Mary, I heard you were on the Texas Beer Experience podcast." <laughs> And you waved at everybody, so yeah. And drink her beer and eat their delicious food too. Delicious food. food. Oh, okay. so oh, a little, yeah. little bit, little story. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here. So before Thistle opened, you know, selling, I you know, obviously selling beer to them, and uh, I heard about a hamburger that they make. It was uh, with with uh, tater tots. And if you know me, I have it's it's, it's a bad thing that I have. Uh, just a, a love for tater tots <laughs> and so they tell me about this and i'm like man i gotta have it and several years passed by before they actually made it and i think it was last year like right before the pandemic hit that jake said hey we're gonna have the uh the tater tot burger 
And, oh, I remember because we were supposed to do a, uh, a tap takeover with you guys on 420. That's right. And that was going to be like the featured burger for 420. But unfortunately, of course, because of COVID, it didn't happen. But I did get to have that tater top burger. And it was amazing. You got your Spudophilia yeah. fix? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you said it's still on the menu. It's, oh, and oh, it's still wow. on the menu. Hey, so hey, you don't have to wait till 420. <laughs> Go get it. That's uh, And I mean, among other things on their menu that are just fantastic. So uh, go uh Go, go support those guys for sure. Yeah. Um, Jeff, Heath, thank you guys for joining us. Absolutely. Uh, we're not going to hold you guys here. You guys are welcome to hang out. We're just going to like talk about beer and, and stuff that's going on. So, um, I, I, and we've kind of had, we have an agenda. <laughs> and we had to kind of move things around a little bit because people were making us wait. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Who was that? So, uh, man, those people. Uh, those people, man. Yeah, making yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so Rodney, you know, if you listen last time, he's he's uh he's promoting this woman of color uh, in craft beer calendar. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to pick one up, I highly recommend you do so. It's going to a great cause. Uh, Rodney, can you give us any updates on what's going on with the calendar now? Man, so. Um, I think the last time we spoke, I just sent my first copy off to Italy. Um, so I'm really excited. I'm really excited about that. Send it off to Italy. Um, but with that being said, um, I had a few women from um, Dallas reach out to me. Um, and she ended up tagging me in a story and, and said, hey, uh, when is somebody going to do something like this in Dallas? And I said, I'm there. And she said, I, I, we started corresponding back and forth. Um, she's actually, a, um, uh, she works in a tap room at a Celestial mm -hmm. in Dallas. Oh. So I was like, you know, it, it continues every, um, every day. It continues to progress a little bit more. Um, I think my next one is going to be Austin and San Antonio. Uh, definitely want to get Kim from Weathered Souls and a few other people in the San Antonio and, uh, and then go to the Austin area. So these colors are going to be specific to cities. So this current one is, is it, is it just a Houston? Yes, this woman one is color? just a Houston. Okay. This is everyday women that are in the industry, that either work in the industry, that are that either marketing or sales, but also women that are bankers, women that are uh, pharmacy technicians, veterinarians, nursing, things like that. You know, just like everyday guys walk through the door. You know, just like everyday women walk through the door, you know. And so just giving women a voice, um, in the calendar, you know, um, perfect example. I was at 11 Below last night, and this is what I'm doing the calendar. A guy, um, I was sitting with um, Diamante, um, the sales rep for Oh, the, for, dis the distribution company, Below, yeah. Um, for 11 Below. Okay. And so, and uh, a guy walks by, she's sitting with me, and he says, um, oh, so you graduated, huh? Yeah, you, you graduated. He said, now you're, now you're not behind the bar anymore. He meant no harm by it, right? But that was, I was sitting right there. I actually, I took notes so I wouldn't forget. I'm like, are you kidding me? And the way that she handled that, it, it was like, she was like, no. Um, she said, I've been working here for about five or six years and I've been in sales. You know, this is what I do. I've been in sales. I'm, I live in the loop. I just happen to come out this way, mm -hmm. you know? Kind of shut him up. But like I said, the guy, he meant no harm by it, but that, that was his that was his mindset 
Yeah. You know, yeah. and I told her, I said, man, you handled that like perfect. Was that you Dime? Know? Yeah, Dime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Diamante. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dime. Yeah, that's yeah, her. we call her Dime. Dime Reyes. Yeah, she's yeah. she's fantastic. She's super yeah. cool. She is. Yeah. And, and so I said, man, I said, and, and uh, Jeff was like, he was like, hey, let me go ahead and get a calendar. But, but for me to be able to sit there and experience that, because during the photo shoot, the women were telling me things that they experienced in the beer industry, right? It's like... If the shit happened to any one of us, we might, we might, we, we might, we might walk out the door. We might walk out the door. We might not even sit there and have a beer, you know. And this is what this is what I saw her go through. But like, luckily, she's um, very, very um, down to earth and chill and loves her job and and just um, we both knew that the guy meant no harm by it. But that's how he came out. So that's another reason why I'm doing the calendar. And um, yeah, man, just getting out there um, and marketing it. Um, you know, the thing that's funny to me is uh, I thought I'd put something out there, but you got to go out there and get the people. You got to go out there and let people know that it's you because they see it. Of course, people didn't know I was a, a, a photographer. People didn't know I designed the calendar. I mean, every every nuance that goes into it. Cause, but until you know someone, then you, you can care less what they do, right? Um, and, and so that was one thing that I definitely wanted to do. So, yeah, man, thanks for bringing that up. It is going Absolutely, well. Absolutely, man. Good. Good to hear, man. So, Bobby... Last thing we heard from Bobby is that he was going to go on vacation. Which I think it's one of the reasons why it's been two weeks <laughs> That's right, yeah. since our last podcast. She ain't getting no tape, and, man. Uh, no, Bobby, I'm proud of that. I, in, our, in, in our agenda, I put, I put, uh, I put Bobby in paradise. Bobby so, in paradise. Bobby in paradise. Let us know a little bit about how paradise, paradise. went in the beers. Was, paradise was amazing, unless uh, you're counting it in beers. So, we we kind of texted back and forth while I was. Paradise is Cancun, Mexico. Yeah. Um, and the beer scene is. Uh, it was hard to find. It was a lot of loggers. You yeah. said I was drowning in loggers, basically. Yeah. So I switched it up to Jack and Coke, or <laughs> wait, if I could find a little bit better whiskey, that'd be right. good too. Um, but no, it's great, man. Um, you think Mexico thinks well? A typical American tourist, this is what they're gonna drink. We don't need to offer them any anything. I went of on a quality. so I went on a wild chase. So I, yeah. this taxi driver swore to me he knew where I could find what he kept calling artesian beer. Artesian and so yeah, beer. he was gonna take me somewhere. Yeah, no, I, so I so I, I went on this this path of artesian beer, hoping that I was going to a safe place. Um, <laughs> um, so it was about a twenty minute drive away from all the resorts. So what they tell you not to do. Yeah. Well, you know, if there's good beer, if he knows the spot, you know, it's gonna be good. You know, good artesian beer. So you know, we drove for a while. My wife's starting to get a little nervous, um, <laughs> but we get to this place. And it did not have artesian beer. What they had there, which he considered artesian beer, were American beers. So they had Bud Light. Oh, uh, yeah. man. And they had, I think the most artesian they might have had at all was, uh, they had one IPA on. It was Goose Island. So uh, it was something rather than a Tecate uh, light. Yeah, um, yeah. So exotic. I gave them the credit. Exotic so, for them. Yes, exotic, <laughs> exotic for, for what I was getting. And I don't think he really knew he was trying. But the food at the place was amazing, so it wasn't that it lost at all. Um, but no, it was, it was a great little break for me and my wife, and uh, I enjoyed it. And 
glad to be back. I know you said I didn't get a tan. I, I burn easy, so if you I can come what? back from the beach without a burn, I'm a happy Dude, man. Dude, you're right. Yeah. I you're think I might have came back paler. Even, so. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Just I think so. Tan, right? I almost kind of want to put on my sunglasses right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's the light. I wish I had known you were going. I told you where to go. There is. There are some places. That's what everyone there. tells me now. So, yeah, yeah. so halfway out to uh, Chichen Itza, mm-hmm. There is a, what they call them cenote. There's a cenote out there, and and I, I can't remember the beer's name. It's Carib It's some C word, but uh, really, really, really good. And you can't get it even in in Cancun because yeah. they don't. I mean, they literally keep it within you know 20 mile area. Yeah. So I had a couple of people tell me tell me about some different places. Yeah. I should have done my research when I came back and complained. Is when I, <laughs> I got more of the info, but right, yeah. Right. No, I've heard that there's a really good scene. Uh, Josh Alade, who's also you know one of my best friends, tells me about, and he's brought me back beers from Mexico that are yeah. phenomenal. Um, but I was just in the touristy areas, so yeah. you get what you get. And there are, I know, I remember when uh, when Rick and Don first opened Hop Stop years ago, they carried some Mexican craft beers. I don't remember what they were called, but I mean they were good. They were like uh, it was like an imperial style and an IPA, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I just don't remember what the name of the brewery was. I don't think they're in the market anymore. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you can find craft beer anywhere. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Better luck next time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you know, right? I was doing research I was first. Good, man. About the fifth or sixth Takata tastes a little better than the first. <laughs> That's usually how beer goes, whatever the beer is, right? Right. <laughs> um, so what's next? Okay, so beer news. Uh, so last time. Um, the like the, I think a few days after we uh, we recorded the first podcast, we got the news from from Austin that uh, that the governor was going to lift lift the mask mandates and open up everything to 100. percent That caused a lot of uh, concern and worry amongst people, and and also some celebration as as well uh, as we're nearing hopefully the end of of the pandemic. Uh, so immediately, one of the ideas I had was to you know, find out which breweries in Texas we're going to do. We're going to continue with uh, with the mask mandate. That if you're in their tap room and you're up and walking around and not drinking, you, you have to have a mask on. Uh, you can go to the, the website, texasbeerexperience.com, to, to see that list. I, and, and actually, I, I, before I got here, I realized I, I didn't know if DECA was going to continue with that. And and please don't, don't feel pressured. Like, there's no judgment. I feel... You know, the governor said, whatever you feel you want to do with your business, do do with your business what you want to do. Yeah. Um, we, we, it's all about our customers, you know, right, and, right. Um, you know, we have our masks in our pockets. If uh, you come up and you order and you've got your mask on, I'll put my mask on. Okay. You know, um, I, we don't want to be offensive. Um, we want to show concern for, for our customers. But in the same sense, we want people to be relaxed and have a good time. and. You know, I think we are getting on the tail end of this, and and uh, so, right. yeah. Yeah, we're definitely around the corner. Everybody, you know, I've gotten my first vaccination. Uh, my wife is is getting her first here pretty soon. Uh, so yeah, I think in a few months, hopefully by May, June, sometime, we'll we'll really start seeing, mm-hmm. you know, the end of the tunnel of this thing. So uh, definitely keep our fingers crossed. But you know, if you're out and about, you know, respect respect the brewery. Uh, respect their choice, whether they they tell you that you need one or you don't need a mask. You know, just be a good customer. We're we're out there, you know, providing good good brews for you guys, and uh, and uh, we want we want 
we want to get through this as, as bad as you do. So uh, respect the wishes of the, of the breweries uh, and, and, and continue to support those guys. Um, On to a more fun, fun thing. Um, last year, right before the pandemic hit, I was in Dallas and a Martin House had announced that they were doing a variant of their, of their world famous pickle beer. And while I was in Dallas, I actually was at a store as Martin House was delivering the very first case, the very first cases of, of the spicy pickle beer. And I got the first, the first four pack and put it on our Instagram. Uh, and they're bringing it out again and I've, I'm already seeing it in stores this week. Uh, what do you guys think about that style? I love it. I think it could be a tiny bit spicier and maybe this year's is a little more spicier, hopefully. But I could just chug that shit all day wow. long. Wow. I've, I've, not, I've not drank it, so no. I can't say. Like, no. Same here. No comment. Uh, no comment. I, not even the regular one. pickle beer? No. Well, no? see, you know, it's funny because Little League, uh, when kids were playing Little League baseball, sometimes the coach would advocate have a little pickle juice, right? Yeah. So you, yeah. wouldn't get, you know, wouldn't get too dehydrated Those and get back to yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. Grants, yeah. So, I mean, okay. I don't know. I'll reserve. Maybe you bring some by for us to take. I'll bring some by for you for sure. Just a regular one too. It's I mean it's uh, I, it, I think and I think that the uh, the base beer for that beer is is the the salty lady goes. It is yeah. Uh, so uh, already that's one of my favorite goes and uh, adding pickle juice to it just interesting. Yeah, that's good. And if you like pickle juice, you'll love this beer. And if you like spice. You'll love this beer. <laughs> yeah, I hear that's a secret to Bloody Marys too, a little bit of pickle juice. I've never, you know, I've never tried a uh, pickle juice in a Bloody Mary before. Uh, bartender, yeah. she told me that one time. Yeah, it's a secret. I wonder, like, so I like micheladas also. Yeah. Mm. I've never go. done a, a pickle juice in a michelada. I wonder if that would. Uh, I think you're onto something. Yeah. Onto yeah. Something. yeah. So. Pick a lot. Yeah. Pick a lot. Hey, so uh, you just gave me an idea for a, a blog post. There you go. Maybe a video. Um, we'll, 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 we'll experiment with that. And there's a guy here in town that has a great michelada mix. It's called, uh, the name of the company is called Space City Snacks. <laughs> Snacks with an X. Um, and I actually need to re-up on some, on some michelada mix. So uh, I think I'm, I'm gonna do a video and try that out, see how it works out. Mitch Piccolata. Yeah. And, and you know what? That. I know what I, exactly what I'm gonna do. The Martin House has the pickles out there. Uh, they're, they're actually really good. They, and the pickles are good. No, I had oh, yeah. And I'm a big, I'm so a big fan of uh, pickle and spice. And yeah, they're made so. with Salty Lady. So oh, they're, made with, yeah, oh, wow. they're made with the base beer. Beer infused. And, wow. Yeah, it's beer yeah. infused. You can get them at HEB. Um, I think Kroger, but... I know I've seen them at HEB. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm biased. I'm normally an HEB shopper. Me too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you can get them there. They're phenomenal. Great, Ooh. great pickles. Okay. Yeah, um, so yeah. Well, I think we're on our third jar at home right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go buy some wow. more now that we're going to do some micheladas with some, with some uh, some pickle juice in them. My the mouth just water thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth is watering for the one that's uh, yeah. tropical, the tropical pickle juice, <laughs> the popical, tropical punch pickle beer. Oh, is that yeah. from Martin House as well? Yeah. So they do a tropical punch. So wow. it's yeah. just like with Kool-Aid or something like in that in there. Mitchell, pick a colada. Yeah, yeah. So... I, don't, I love Martin House. I'm I've nervous been there. about that one. No, well, I've been, I love Martin House. I've been there lots of times. Yeah. Met the guys. Super nice. Oh, yeah. They make some phenomenal beer. Recently, they've been 
becoming to be known as the people that will throw anything into a beer. And some of it hits, some of it doesn't. I had the the, uh, pizza beer recently, and it it should not have been made. Um, It was was a cool experiment. I don't know how it made it to a can. See, I still haven't had that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It just, I was drinking thin-laced marinara sauce on top of a lager. Um, Sounds like a Michelin. No, it was not. <laughs> no. Um, if you go to our YouTube channel, Texas Beer Experience YouTube channel, I did a review on that beer. Yeah. You know, and it, it's different. Uh, I kind of liked it, but I could only drink one. Yeah. And, I, and in the video, I say, maybe this might taste better if I have it with pizza, but not really. They, they do fun there. stuff. I like that they, no. they're yeah. willing to experiment. And like I said, they make really, their, their core beers are phenomenal. I'm a big stout guy, and there's stouts that they put out where you can get the two cans in the box. Um, Most of those are fantastic. Oh, so good. Yeah, oh, my so favorite good. one so far has been Colombiana. Oh, yeah, Colombiana is great. It's yeah, like the 15%. The artwork too, on those, so, on yeah, those, uh, on those wow, boxes are awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's a rum barrel one. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. But no, so I love the guys. Um, but, it, you know, anything you can say if you don't like something, there's, there's no harm. Um, and I just feel like recently they'll throw anything into a beer. But I think it's getting them attention. Getting them some traction. That's the thing. And uh, so it's all about sales. As a business, that's what they're doing. They're bringing attention to themselves. They'll say, Let's, if, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, Obviously, the ones that work, they come back. Like the Spicy Pickle one's coming back this, this week. So they're doing that one again. Yeah. I doubt they'll do Space Pizza again. I'm still seeing six-packs well, of that out there because you know the curiosity is like, well, the, the buyer at the store is like, well, I want to buy a bunch of cases of this. Mm-hmm. But then once people started trying it, it's like, man, I'm not going to buy that. Ever <laughs> well, they couldn't again. keep pickle beer on the shelf for the longest. I remember when you were at HEB, mm-hmm. uh, when pickle beer was really starting to gain steam, you put it out on Twitter or something and say, hey, pickle beer's here. It would sell out and it was an like hour. in an hour, it was gone. Wow. <laughs> and that, that would be the height store. Yeah. So yeah. it would be gone yeah. right away. Yeah, so. yeah my, um, my HEB beer guy off of uh, 290. He orders cases of it. Oh yeah, and, and he just he has it on steady rotation because people love it. I mean, I love it's after being doing something in the yard or coming from uh, doing disc golf or something like that to chug like one or two of those because I love pickle. I love pickles. I can drink. Um, so I, I make my own pickles and uh, oh, wow. pickle carrots. What don't carrot you? pickles? Oh, wow. <laughs> what don't you do, man? <laughs> it's because of COVID. It's because of COVID. You know. So, but um, I like to use. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, habaneros and uh, oh, nice, yeah. and scorpion pepper. Ooh. And so after I get the jar, I open it up and I drop a scorpion or, or habanero in there because I love the fruity essence, how it mix, melts together and everything. And leave it in there for about, say, five to seven days. Come back, get a pickle, and it's straight fire. You know? Wow. Mm. So, yeah. All that capsaicin. Again, my mouth water. Yes. Again. Yes. That sounds yes. amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Capsaicins are good for you. Right here. They're, they're good. They're good for health. Yeah, eat more spicy food. Just save some for me. Um, well, um, I think that's all. You guys have anything else you want to talk about today? Oh, you know what? I do want to say um, interesting beers that we've had in the last couple of weeks, or good beers. So St. Arnold just put out a year-round uh, West Coast Double IPA. Double down. Double down. Oh my goodness. I, I like it. it. It's, it's really good. It's I like it. Really good. I like how they're pushing really the envelope now. And and uh, I'm glad it's a year round. Super like juicy, just incredible. I think it's like nine point two percent. You guys tried it yet? Yeah, you guys haven't tried it yet. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely recommend go pick up a six pack. So is it a seasonal or is it going to no, be year a round? year round? So they put oh, out nice. Double R Car last year, right. and it was yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I liked it. it; wasn't phenomenal, but it was a solid beer. And if if you've been a St. Arnold fan for a while, they, I think they should have just stuck with Endeavor. As I say, they got rid of Endeavor, yeah. And so you've just been waiting for them to put one out. And then when you tried Double R Car, it was a good beer, but it wasn't going to fill that hole that Endeavor left. But yeah. this double down. It's nine point two percent. They nailed wow. it. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a nice okay. punchy okay. double IPA. Because Endeavor was like eight or something, right? Endeavor was uh, maybe I maybe ten remember. almost. Yeah, that was high. It was, it was high. high. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Mary. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really good, but no, this double down is it's I. I was a little, I had to get it as soon as they put it out because I was a little skeptical after the last double R car, but I'm right there with you, Leo. It's it's a great beer, and I'm yeah. excited to see this year-round as okay. well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Year-round double IPA from those guys, as good as that one is, they hit a home run with that. Yeah, if I don't stop sure. at another brewery, then I, I, I'll, I'll stop by the grocery store at H&M. say they have it at your local grocery store. They definitely yeah. do. They definitely do. Go pick one out. I mean, that's, um, I have favorite double IPAs here locally. That's joined the rotation. Um, you know, Bronx Stomper from, from Backview is, is my go-to double every Friday. Yep. Um, this is, unfortunately, it's a seasonal, that and it's, it's almost gone. And ca- I, like all the accounts that we sold that into, it's almost gone. So go pick it up before, uh, before it's gone. But there's still draft out there, so if you don't get, a, don't get cans, go find it on draft. Yep. Uh, and then the other one that I really like from my former brewery, Double IPA Switchfoot. Um, fantastic double IPA uh, for guys that are known for making hazies that's a great west coast double that I could drink on a daily basis uh, so those are the three that I really love uh, do you guys have any any beers that you've tried in the last couple of weeks that have really like said I'm here and I'm good <laughs> yeah and um, thinking of Strata uh, Strata to the moon um, uh, a collaboration done with Astral, Brew Burrows, and uh, Pine Exchange. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Strata to the Moon. And that beer, yeah, it was really juicy. Mm. I mean, IPAs for me, when you can pour it into a glass, okay, it's good. But when you can sit there and just down a can, crush a can, mm-hmm. that lets me know this is a good IPA. <laughs> when you just, your, your throat doesn't close and it just stays open and you just don't stop and you put it down and you can go sit down and open up another one. Yeah, that, that's what a good IPA does for me. So yeah, uh, Strata to the Moon um, by Astral. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the only Where one. Where can we I, find that? Is that at Astral? Um, it was, it was. Yeah. Like I said, it, it was, it, it sold out. It sold out fairly. Really? Because we were just there like last Sunday, and I don't think I remember seeing that one on there. Yeah. Uh, we had one called Brain Police that was really good. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And then they had one called Cosmic. It was Cosmic something, and it had uh, cacao nibs and vanilla in it. It, it, it was um, it was surprisingly good, you know? I, I know just following, I like to follow breweries that first year they're in business and see how they, see how they overcome the hurdles on brewing on a larger scale. And they really, um, I think they've really stepped up their game. But I, I also think that's what COVID ha- has done because uh, that Bronx Buster, <laughs> that was good. Bronx Stomper. Bronx Stomper. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bronx Stomper. I, I see when I, when I drank that beer, when you had it on the last podcast, I saw, I closed my eyes and I saw myself walking around with a turkey leg 
and having that beer <laughs> in my hand, walking the, the, the grounds at, at NRG Stadium. Rodney, you got to step up your game. You need to get a bacon-wrapped turkey leg. Ooh. Uh-oh. Why are you going to do that to me on, 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 on here? Why are you going to do something? Bacon-wrapped? Oh, yeah. Are Last time we went to the rodeo, they had bacon-wrapped turkey legs. Okay. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, uh, Ron Swanson on Parks and Recreation. I think he says, like, it's like, it's my number one favorite food wrapped in my number two favorite food. <laughs> something, something to that effect. You know, yeah. See, I can't. Hey, I've literally gone to, um, right now I'm in search for turkey legs, right? They're not yeah. everywhere. So now yeah. I'm eating smoked turkey bread sandwiches yeah, 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 yeah. to get that fixed. I'm serious. I've been, I'm from, I'm from Houston and just not having the rodeo here. I can't wait for it to come back because it does so much for the community. But uh, just the uh, childhood memories that I have uh, from going to there for for uh, field trips and things like yeah. that, you know, it's yeah. So I'll tell you something that'll blow your mind. I read this the other day on the Chronicle, is that uh, the Houston Rodeo makes three to four times the amount of money for the city of Houston than the Houston Texans ever have. And wow. as big as the NFL is, you know, this is a beer podcast, but that's just something you know. That, this is affecting all of us here in Houston. But yeah, as big as the NFL is, that the Houston Rodeo every year makes more money for the city at the sum of three to four times is mm-hmm. phenomenal. And wow. this is our year two of not having it, and wow. uh, yeah. all the people it has to affect is is just crazy. Yeah, it's, so. it's tremendous from the from the workers that are working it to the kids that are that are sitting there um, raising their pigs, their cows, their sheep, and everything. Um, but then we have it, it's it's good to have people like Mattress Mac and other people that don't even want to be known that are that are trying to give back to the kids and stuff because sure. that's what it is you know you realize it's bigger than you you know i didn't know that that's yeah. that's amazing yeah it blew my mind i read yeah. it and then i had to go do some extra research but it, it was true because yeah. you know and that's now, why we have the stadium though yeah because oh, yeah. Right. it was because of livestock show on rodeo right i mean so. they're 50 50 owners yeah. you know yeah. so that's so crazy. so i'm sure next year we'll have a rodeo and so that i'm sure we'll fingers co- crossed yeah fingers crossed hopefully we'll have a rodeo next year but uh, so you said they make three or four more times uh, each year, each year more than the Texans do. For so I'm city. sure because the Texans are going to suck now for a really long time. That, that number is going to That's going to be like ten to twenty more times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm praying that I'm still a Texan fan. <laughs> once they once they lock down uh, or say keep Deshaun Watson, whatever they're going to do, lock down. Then, <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, okay, we JJ. He it gave us time. everything he had, he and then he, he, he respectfully he left. You know, I just love the way he did it. It was oh, really yeah. classy and everything like that, and now he gets to play with D-Hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, well I'm I, happy I can't for wait him. to see what that's going to be. I'm happy for him. Well, before I totally yeah. derail this by bringing up Texans and everything, um, I'd like to know, <laughs> when y'all aren't drinking y'all's beer here, which house beer is always the best beer. Uh, of course. Like, uh, of course. Oh, yeah. When you aren't drinking your beer here, what are some beers recently? Because... I know palate changes and just things that y'all have been enjoying yourself. Um, I always like to get that from brewers too. Just just What's an that? insight in what you've been liking recently. Right. Um, so it just depends on what mood I'm in. I like I like Bat Pew. I like uh, I like uh, you had the Cascadian uh, Black IPA that was on tap for a little bit. Nine um, Circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's Where cool. are they at? Back Pew. No. Muddy Thames oh, and a few others. Okay, yeah. That one's coming to can soon. Yeah. Cool. 
Mm. Uh, actually, no. Sorry, so Muddy Thames is draft only. Oh, I'm wrong. Yeah, so that's an English yeah. mild. Uh, this this week, actually, this week, uh, Monday, we'll have Muddy Thames available in kegs. It's an English mild. It's delicious. I had it last night. It's really good. I'll bring I'll bring you guys a crowd Awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> man, we've been spending so much time here. I've not really gotten out too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's local, really. Sure. I, 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 I've been up to Copperhead in, in a long time. It's some Megaseth um, beer. Megaseth. Uh, he's got some great beer up there, too. Yeah. I mean, his so, stats are amazing. King of Terrors. Oh, yeah. All that stuff, man. Yeah, he's, he had uh, his ooh, uh, kangaroo, too. kangaroo killer. Was, I really like. I haven't had that one yet. It was a long, it was a long yeah. time ago. It was, yeah, and, and, and he, was, he brought a lot of Australian hops into it. And mm. It was just, it was different, mm. right? Put him on I love Southern Hemisphere hops, man. Mm-hmm. That's some of my favorite. Uh, and uh, Galaxy, uh, Gal- but Galaxy's New Zealand, I believe. Yeah, yeah, uh, we, yeah. We, we've got a line on some, and we're going to do a Daisy Hazy 2 and probably infuse it with some of the Austin, Australian stuff that we found. Yeah, Motueka, Motueka, Waiiti. You know what, man? He can't give it all away right now. You're gonna make me. Um, you're gonna make me. You said it's kind of hard. You know, you're gonna make me. Um, kind of do some research, man. I love connecting dots, man. If Mm -hmm. I can connect dots for you, um, I don't know if y'all heard of this app called Clubhouse. And I'm not. We're not sponsored by. Just stop talking about. We're not sponsored by Clubhouse. So, so Leo's got a. He, he's not a big fan because it's iOS only. So you got to have an iPhone. Ah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. exclusive. But it's like, I'm telling you, it's like Cliff Notes for, for, for life. I mean, any business that you want to do or anything that you're going through in life, it's professional people and just everyday people that get to come on there and talk about things, you know, mm-hmm. talk about what they experience in the brewery from the UK to Italy, mm-hmm. all over the US. I actually brought um, uh, two people together. Um, a woman, she does soul food in the UK, and a guy just opened a uh, brew pub in Wales. And so I was like, hey, I said, y'all need to do some kind of collaboration or something like that. And uh, before I got here, she sent me a, um, a text on um, a DM. It was like, Rodney, thanks so much. We had a great conversation. So I can't wait to see what becomes of that. But I'm talking about like a matter of minutes. I mean, I met uh, Angie from, uh, what's it called? It's over there. Deacon Baldies. Oh yeah. Yeah, I met her on uh, on Clubhouse. You know, yeah. would have never met her before, but met her on Clubhouse and went out there to visit her and her husband Joey, and it, it was um, it was an amazing place. But the way that it cultivates like genuine relationships, you know, because mm-hmm. you just hear people's voice. You right. know, you can't see their face, right? So you ain't got to worry about what you're wearing, you know. <laughs> I mean, so people are on there like all the time, and you get to learn so much about the craft world, craft beer spirits, and just everything that's going on, you know? So, so I, I really, I really enjoy that. Cause, um, I, I think it, someone put it perfect. They said, um, um, in order for us to build the community that we have, that we want, we have to, first of all, think bigger than ourselves. Right. And, and, and that's, that's, that's what it is. And that's what I love about the, uh, Houston craft beer community, how, um, they've stuck together during the COVID, you know, and how they continue to, to thrive. And I pray that, um, with Texas being open now that, that it continues to, um, to kind of put Houston beer on the map. You know, I remember it, hell, it feels like it was five years ago, six years ago, we probably had like two breweries or something oh, like man. that. Yeah, I, I mean, know, I know I'm exaggerating, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was more, but, yeah. but it felt like it was like, mm-hmm. and we are, we are community. I mean, uh, you know, we, we, you know, back pews kind enough to let us use their keg washer, 
you know, every time that we need. So is Megaton. Megaton's allowed us to do it. Mm -hmm. um, Southern Yankee, she, you know, they've, they've, I think we have our hot dog warmer. I mean, they're just <laughs> a couple tables. Couple tables. Yeah. We're, we're probably going to buy one of their, yeah. one of their, uh, their, their keg washer because they get a bigger one here in April. So yeah, it's been real. Yeah, it is a community. Uh, and it For is, sure. It, Houston, your little microcosm, it, there's a lot more out there. Yeah. So, so I didn't get one from you. So wait right. for what you've been drinking. You know, you, know, you, you know what? I go to a lot of different places. I will say, in general, I like Hauler's uh, selection mm -hmm. and yeah. and quality. John, John does good. He does good. Um, did great beer. But, but my my go-to for a quick stop and a really good double IPA is Southern Yankee. Work like a captain. I love that beer. Don't know. What I don't it know is, if I've had that one before. Yes. Sydney does a great job over there. Oh yeah, she yes, does. he does yeah. a great job. And that you know, I mean, they can tell you. I'll stop in, have one of those, and just leave. That I mean. Because I'm in a hurry to get home, wherever, but you know I have to stop there and have one. <laughs> I crave it on the way home. So, no, it's a good beer. That's mine. That's a that's a brewery we need to do a podcast with oh, at sure. some point. Yeah, they do really good stuff. I love yeah. their Mexican lager, K Pablo. They're great people. So too. good. They are. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Porter, the, the Porter family, right? Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. our first customers. Very they first were. one we rang up. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney, and uh, Ben. Yep. yep. They were very yep. first customer. Good, good, good people. Very much for sure. Yeah. yeah. And they're opening up a, a, a new tap room location. in the city. Montrose, uh, yeah. In Montrose. Yep. The, uh, the old uh, Good Dog mm -hmm. Montrose closed, and so they, they picked it up, and they're yep. opening up a tap room in town. Yeah, they had, so, the, they yeah. had the drawings and renderings of it on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, it was really did. nice. Yeah. It's really cool. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Really happy for them. Yep. For sure, for sure. So go ahead and support those guys as well. Way to go, Alex. I think, uh, I think we'll wrap it up. We've been... <laughs> I think this, well, this is only episode two, but I think we've got like an hour and a half of content. That's good. <laughs> <Do a lot laughs> <of money. laughs> yeah, so uh, thank you guys for joining us again. Uh, you, can, you can find the podcast on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and I mean, just a bunch of other ones. Uh, and you can also find us on Anchor, which is where we host the podcast. Uh, if you go to the Anchor page, Anchor, uh, Texas Beer Experience, uh, you'll be able to find out where you can find the podcast. Please subscribe. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, and thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Cheers. Cilantro. Thank you guys so much. Oh, you're welcome.